right now. Then close your eyes and tap your heels together three times. And think to yourself, there's no place like home. Welcome to episode four of Family with Benefits. I am currently sitting here in my pajamas in the living room. This is Jay. And I'm Sean. And uh, we we have decided that I guess there's no better time to talk about movies than the during coronavirus time. Only because um, we're not going to keep beating the bush. Beating the bush? Beating, beating the horse. Beating the dead horse. Beating the dead horse. Something like for, that. For the COVID-19. You can insert whatever metaphor you feel like works best at that moment. Absolutely. All right. So we will talk about our our five favorite movies and we'll run down probably explaining why we love them and we'll do a uh, our must watch of um movies that we think you should watch on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Quibi, YouTube TV, Facebook TV, CBS streaming, NBC streaming, Voodoo I, I think I'm missing some, but I, I'm pretty sure I got it, HBO Max. Go? H, Showtime? I don't know. It's, it's HBO it's Go. Too, it's too many. You might as well get cable, guys. I mean, really. Yeah, while we all sit here locked up in the corona apocalypse, we, uh, we figure everybody's going to be watching something, whether it's binge-watching a TV show, a movie, a bunch of movies, groups of movies, sequels, prequels. There's movies for everybody right now, and this is the perfect time to explore what you like, what you don't like. Yeah, and with uh, the COVID nineteen, a lot of people are, a lot of studios are actually releasing movies that were in theaters onto digital release. So if you want to get that Vin Diesel bloodshot, which you probably don't, you can do it now. Jason David Frank was the best bloodshot. He was. He was. Um, Valiant Universe deserves Bat in the Sun. That's right. Not whoever the hell is making that movie. Shout out to Bat in the Sun. Ah, uh, they're. They're huge now. They started with the uh, superpower beatdowns. Yeah, I love them. And then they they just grew and they're doing all kinds of weird shit now. They're they have a current project which it's a Batman film project. Obviously, um, it, it actually hit its goal. Did it? And I, I was checked. I was surprised because I mean, not a lot of people are working right now, and a lot of people getting pissed at them for asking for money. Like you do realize that they normally do this for free, right? Like. It's free content. Yeah, they, they dish out tens to $100,000 per episode of some of the stuff they do. And they, they release it for free. They do have a Patreon now. They do. They do. I'm, I'm not a subscriber. I'm, I'm not. But, I mean, they tell you, oh, $1. You know, if every one person subscribe, that it's like, listen, all right, I, I love them. I'll, I'll help share their stuff. That's about my support. But their perks are ridiculous on their they, stuff. They are. The only thing I support is uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, get them feet picks in, son. <laughs> um, and also, it's coming back. The Legend of the White Dragon is popping back up again. I saw that. I, I love Jason David Frank. Don't get me wrong. He is a legit badass, cool guy. I met him twice. I think he's a bit whiny. Uh, we it, it, we it did meet on, him. He was super cool in person. I will tell you that. I would meet him, and I would pay to meet him every single time he comes around. He is super cool. But... He just he beats this Power Ranger thing. I, I get it. It made him famous, and he was definitely the best Power Ranger. Wow. The listen. Wow. Listen. The Green Ranger. 
Evil Tommy was the shit. Really? Oh, yeah. Because of his terrific acting? I don't care about his acting. Listen, he got we, the all, we all know that that show survives on Amy Jo. Oh, as come Kimberly, on. The no Ranger. way. I actually disagree. I heavily disagree. And Billy. Billy Cranston. The Blue Ranger. Actually, I will also say I met... Um, Balkan Skull. Balkan Skull. Um, they were at Rhode Island Comic Con a couple years back, and uh, they were awesome with my son. They they remembered him, and they messed with him literally every day, and it was awesome and hilarious, and it was probably my son's favorite thing. He still talks about it. It's been like five years. And I got to tell you, um, I'm still jealous of my nephew for getting to actually wear the White Ranger helmet. He did. Yes, and uh, that was cool. For free. For free. Yeah, we just... For free. All right, we're getting off track. Yeah. Movies. Okay. Movies. Movies, movies, movies. Ah, man. Yeah. I, I'll start uh, because my I don't have a top five, necessarily. Okay. It, it's hard. I love movies. We're, we're two big movie nerds. I can tell you we've seen, prob- between the two of us, we've almost seen every movie that's ever been out. It, it's pretty close. Between the two of us, we definitely have almost 2,000 DVDs, if not over. If not over. And uh, I stopped collecting DVDs. I stream everything digitally now. Yeah. And I pay... I do. I buy my DVDs. Absolutely. I'm not a fucking pirate. Yeah. Once once I kind of went away from cable and I got into streaming Netflix and Hulu, I kind of stopped buying movies. But here's my problem. I did not stop buying them because I... I, I like dust collectors, apparently. It's what I do. My my wife can't stand it. They're all over the place. And um, I, have, I have a problem. Or a solution. You're welcome, uh, movie studios. Enjoy your Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... With, with being stuck inside... Binge-watching is a thing. You definitely... One movie's not gonna cut it. So, right now everybody's watching series and, and TV shows on Netflix, especially. Uh, I've heard nothing but weird things about The Tiger King. I oh, have not Tiger seen King. it. I have no interest in seeing it. I don't give a fuck about this weird-ass group of people and their tigers. Um, now, I, I, I knew nothing about The Tiger King, uh, but I, I recently started watching it only because of my wife and David Spade. Because they make uh, Joe Dirt remarks about him. So obviously David Spade, very into that. And it, it all kind of rolled downhill into me falling head over heels in hate with all of these people. Because I have never seen or heard of just a group of people that were such garbage. But, but uh... uh Gary Cowie, I think his name is, is the only saving grace to that, that, that show. He's the only normal person. So, bless you, sir, even though you never sneezed. What? What? You never sneezed? I don't know. That's oh. the only way I say bless you. Normally I say Gesundheit, but I can't say that because oh, of Third that, Reich. That confused me. I was just drinking my beer. I didn't. I stopped listening. What? You should have stopped listening. Beer? Are we into our part of the podcast segment where we talk about what we're drinking? We, we're not, but we're going to. There we Fine. go. So, my wife, uh, with, with being quarantined, my, my wife is stuck at home. I'm not. I still have to work a full-time job. We're essential. Uh, so, I asked her Friday. She's like, I'm going out. What do you want? I said, bring me beer. I didn't care about food. This will sustain me. And That's what I did. So, she bought a ton of different craft beer. 
a lot. Like from from where? Did she get it from Yankee Spirit? Yes, Yankee Spirits. Yeah, pretty sure that's the only place she went. So she bought me a ton of random shit. Currently, I'm still in love with sours. That's pretty much all I'm drinking. Nothing else. I'm currently drinking something from Almanac Beer Company, which um, it's from California, it looks like. So it's not local. Ooh. We do try to go local, but this one's Ooh. not. It's a raspberry barrel-aged. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure the other one's a Sour Nova. Is that what it says? Sour yeah, Nova? Yeah, it just says Raspberry Sour Nova. That's I, the name I, of it. I thought you were going to say Sour Nova. I, I lost my train of thought. That's my bad. All right. But it's good. Uh, it's tart. It's got that little bit of fruity flavor. Which but is nice. But it's still a beer, right? It, yeah, it's definitely. This one's um, it's like barrel aged, so it, it's still got that like that that hint. I love it. What, what's really weird is that I also brought some beer, and I brought I brought one from the Almanac Beer Company, which Ooh. is a peach sour nova from. We're just gonna keep booing California, I guess. If we boo California enough, the the right wingers will love us, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with politics. But they're gonna be like, yeah, fuck California. And we'll get a ton of followers that will, once they heard our last episode, will then sour on us. Oh, definitely. Because of our Trump comments. Or Mike Pence comments. I mean... Did we talk about Mike Pence? We talked about that. How... That's the only reason Trump... Fuck Mike Pence. Yeah. All right. But I'm uh, I'm drinking Jack and Coke. I'm just... Or Pepsi. Because I prefer Pepsi over Coke. I know... I prefer Pepsi over Coke. It's what I like. Now, does that make a big difference? Because I don't drink whiskey. Uh, does it make a big difference this, when you mix it with Pepsi over Coke? I, I, I know I try to become friendly with a lot of the whiskey companies, but I don't consider Jack Daniels a whiskey. Oh. It's a sour mash, and it's for um, it's for mixing. And you can mix it with – you're supposed to mix it with Mountain Dew. A lot of people don't realize that. What? Mountain Dew is an original whiskey, really? whiskey uh, chaser. It's a fun fact for you guys. So if you're drinking Mountain Dew and you're not drinking whiskey with it, you rednecks are failing. And uh, our older brother, pretty sure that's all he drinks. Yeah. He drinks Mountain Dew and Shirley Temple's. And Angry Orchard. He drinks his hard cider. I still have stuff in my fridge for him that I I haven't received. I I haven't given him, I mean. But. All right. So I'm going to talk about my movies. So I don't have a top five per se. I will say, Wizard of Oz is my all-time favorite. I know. Oh, we're going to start right off with the one? Absolutely. Wow. Number one. Okay. I'm a huge fanboy of the Wizard of Oz. I grew up watching it. And it's my feel-good movie. When I'm, when I'm feeling like shit, I will pop that bad boy on and stroke it for an hour and 40 minutes to Judy Garland. He uh, follows the Yellow Brick Road to his heart. That's right. That he calls the Emerald City. Outside of that, I don't... It's hard for me because I like so many movies and they're all so different. I can watch... I can go from watching Harry Potter 1 through 8. Wow. All of them. I love lot. Harry Potter. That's, and a then, week, that's, a, that's a holiday weekend, I think. And then I can go... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Preform. <laughs> I think it's on USA now. It's on HBO now. Is it? it, it was, Jesus. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It's so popular. I love Harry Potter. I do. I'm a nerd. I love Harry Potter. But I'll go from watching, like, Harry Potter to something, like, crazy from the 70s and 80s. Like, Definitely Mel Brooks. Like Kentucky movie? Oh, Kentucky, Kentucky Fried Kentucky movie? Kentucky Fried movie. <laughs> we can't say our favorite segment on there because we um, we may be an explicit podcast, but we are not an ignorant podcast. 
Ah, uh, the seventies—a time where racism was just generally accepted. Yeah, when you were considered a daredevil to be a racist, I guess. Um, I, I guess we. I'm, I'm curious why the Wizard of Oz. Oh, it's my feel-good movie. I expound. Th- on this that. is nothing for me. It brings me back to childhood, to being just fucking eight years old, seven. Because it came on every year. We watched it. Yeah, we did. We did. We watched it every time it came on the TV. Yeah. Being a poor family, that's what we had. What? What? And it was really, fun, and we didn't understand it because. I feel like we had a black and white TV and I didn't understand it. No, we had a color TV. We did have a color TV, but it feels like so far... We weren't quite that poor, but it does feel that way now that we have money. Yeah, it's one of those things, but... Now, we love our parents and they literally did the the best that they could. And we had, we have a great family. Oh, this is no shot on We're, them. Yeah, this is not a shot on them. I wouldn't trade any of that for the world because that would get rid of a lot of great memories that I had growing up. So... I mean, if I weren't poor, then I'd be a snob, and I don't need that. Right. So, yeah, we used to watch it every year, and uh, there was three brothers, me, or you've met them both now. We all talk. I'm a co-host. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on this podcast, buddy. But the three of us, we all kind of identified with each character, and we would sing and dance the parts because we were kids, and it was fun for us. The the great thing about that is that when we we did our things is that normally – my co-host here, he was kind of the shit end of the stick with a lot of times because he was the younger one. We we made fun of him a bit. He was the baby. You know, he, exactly. He was a baby. So we got yelled at for making fun of him and not allowing him into a lot of things that we did. But during this time, when it always comes to stuff that we do as a group, we always kind of shit on our older brother. Not because we don't love him, but it's because we don't love him. But we love you, Michael. We do. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. Uh, wow, no comment. I'm, he can't stand I'm, you. I'm very, very close to my oldest brother. I miss him. Being, being on lockdown, I haven't seen him. We still see each other every day at work. That's true, that's true. Do we, though? We have to stand four to six feet four apart. Feet. We're not allowed to kiss when we see each other anymore. Which is weird, because that's how we greet each other. Yeah, it, it's mutually beneficial. We wouldn't be without benefits. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that ever since we started this, people have been saying stuff with family with benefits a lot more, and I appreciate it more because that shows that they're either listening to us or incestual and should be arrested. So, I mean. And you never know which it is. You never know which one, yeah. <laughs> oh, back to movies. Sorry. So, my my top five realistically isn't necessarily a top five because I'm a bit of a fanboy. You, you you did your thing. I want to do my. Oh, movie. okay, okay. My, I want to do my. my you movie. do your number one. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my number one. It's the crow. And we, a lot of people already know that it is a tale about love, drama, revenge, murder, rape, horrific <laughs> cinematography, a wonderful story. Um. God, it's the crow. Starring Brandon Lee. Slash. In, in, <laughs> slash? Brandon Lee slash um, his stunt double. Oh, yeah. Um, what's really... I'm sorry, I made myself laugh. What's really great about that is a lot of the, a lot of the great promotional art and stuff they used for the film was actually his stunt double. Which was... And um, his body double. It was Mark... Wasn't it? He, he did the it, Iron it, it was not Mark Dacascos. Was it? No. He actually played Eric Draven in the TV show. Oh, fuck. Which, 
We'll get to that if we do when we do a, a TV show thing, because I love Stairway to Heaven, and it it was renewed for a second season, and then Shelley was coming out to save Eric from the afterlife in Limbo, and then it just got canceled. And I don't like being left with blue balls like like that, buddy. Anyway, The Crow, tell a movie with Brandon Lee. I I already knew who. Ernie Hudson was, and him playing Albert was pretty cool. Now, I was probably a little too young to have watched this movie, but I kind of did the same thing to my nephew, who also loves The Crow now. And my admiration for this movie goes to, I have the graphic novel, which it is not based on. I mean, the characters are there. The plot is kind of different. So, you know, it is what it is. But... You know, because a lot of it, they kind of take off of, like, this person's really supposed to be Iggy Pop, which that's who he's based off of, like, body-wise, which is why Iggy Pop played Curve in number two, but he was supposed to play Fun Boy in the first one, and then maybe Eric Draven, Brandon Lee, would still be alive. You could see, you could see that. Yeah, yeah. Now, my, I, Michael Massey felt really terrible after that incident, and he actually quit acting for a year. For a whole year? For a whole year. And... He was, you know, he wasn't, he was indicted, but he wasn't taken up on charges or anything because, you know, it wasn't his fault. Unfortunately, they didn't do anything with the prop people, and and all they had to do was pay a fine. Sure, pay a fine for somebody you murdered, whatever. Kind of like what they did with the Yakuza and Bruce Lee. Can't call it murder. Murder. I mean, Is that better? No, I mean, oh, there was no malice, no premeditation, so you legally know. it doesn't fit the definition of murder. It, Just saying. It was a dummy round that wasn't properly We'll say cleaned. negligent okay, death. Okay, okay, negligent death is fine. Kind of like Vic Morrow in the Twilight Zone movie. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about that. I have not. But they have a video on YouTube where you can see him get decapitated in slow motion. Nice. I'll have to watch that. Listeners, please don't watch that kind of content. But But do. It might be worth it. It, it might be. Oh. So, so, so why, why the crow? Like what? Now I know why. I know why. But tell everybody else why. I, I was a young woman, and I was raped by a gang of hooligans. And my rock star boyfriend also was murdered, but he avenged me. It's a beautiful story. Yeah, I stole from James Obar. He was a cool guy too. I met James Obar. You're welcome. Because of this medium-sized fellow. And um, meeting him, I don't generally get flustered around people I meet because they're people. Like, I wanted Ric Flair to chop me, but I thought he was going to keel over. He did woo for us. He did woo. He did woo. But meeting James Obar, there was nobody at his table. It was like a $5 autograph. <laughs> and, a $10, and $10 for a reprint of one of his covers for his co- uh, graphic novels and an autograph. 15 bucks total. And then he goes, all right, we're going to do a raffle. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do a raffle. I took a thing and I came back because we're like, ah, you know, we've seen everything. We've done everything. We're probably going to head out. We get back. Nobody's there. And they're like, well, I guess you won. So I got another autographed item. What a win. What a delight. What a beautiful man. And he's also now contracted by DC. Oh, I did not know that. Whether he is doing anything with them, I really don't know. But, I mean, it's really hard to... He already did his opus, you know, and other people are following suit. But, you know, 
when you do a story like The Crow, and then you add a female crow it, as um, Talon, actually a really good characteristic. And she was actually used in The Crow Stairway to Heaven TV show. You gotta watch that, man. I, I Briefly, I remember it. I didn't watch it all. No, I, 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 I like it for uh, beyond my reasons of being able to talk on a podcast. All right, I, I just really love it, and I really think you would all enjoy the way it's shot and the cinematography and how beautifully dark it is. It is a great movie. Just, just go out and watch it, man. Um, go out to a Hollywood video or a blockbuster and uh, rent it today. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, uh, in keeping with the whole family theme, I'm pretty sure it was our older cousin, Tracy, who got us into that movie. She's awesome. It was. It was. Yep. Thank you, Trey, for the music, the sure. the movies, and the drinks. We're really just a bunch of fucking copycats, and we just followed everything our older, cooler cousins did. And they're still doing older, cooler things. It's like, true. Like and I still st- follow them around like a like a puppy dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So going going back to other movies, I don't. It's hard because I don't pick movies personally. Like one movie, I do like. Genre. I'm a big oh, fan, okay. not even genres, I'm a big fanboy of certain people. So I'll get into like the View Askew universe. I'm oh a big Kevin God. Smith fan. Uh, really, all his movies just kind of lump in for me. Now, we I know we talked about this off mic. You've seen the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, right? I have. Okay, cool. Brilliant. It's a shame they had to cancel their tour that they're doing. Well, yeah, well, it started months ago, so they got yeah. a few of it out. But they're still doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, not currently, but they were. I did try to get tickets for that, and uh, as much as I love Kevin Smith and Jay Muse, uh, fuck $150 for tickets to see a movie. <laughs> I um, I almost spent $100 more than that just to go to a stadium tour for Poison, Def Leppard, um, Joan Jett, and Motley Crue. That sounds like every 80 druggies dream. I was, I guess, I was going to take my mom. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get off topic so much. Number two. Like, again, you I can, don't... You can talk about people. Yeah, I have to go with people, I think, because... I know I, you're, you're an Ed Norton fan. I am a huge Ed Norton fan, and uh, Fight you know, Club... You know who's a real huge there. Ed Norton fan? Ed Norton. Oh, Ed Norton. Loves Ed Norton. It's really good, because I'm a huge Brad Pitt fan. Great. I am, too. I actually like Brad Pitt more. I mean, Brad Pitt is such an eclectic actor. He doesn't get enough credit for how varied his roles are. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. Yeah, he did the whole I'm fucking cool and badass type stuff. Like when Legends Fall? Because he was such a cool (laughs) badass. (laughs) We don't talk about No Brad Pitt fan will talk about that or Seven Years in Tibet. They're good. He's not even allowed in Tibet. They're, They're good film pieces like yes. they're, they're, if you yeah. like film if you like to study cameras and, and scripts and stories i guess they're good i don't i don't give a shit i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna segue real quick into because we're talking about brad pitt and we're talking about characterizations and cinematography and something's beautiful my second favorite movie is all about characterization it's all about a great plot that i enjoy it's the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford Casey Affleck was fantastic in that movie. He was a beautiful Bob Ford. Beautiful. He played this timid, squeaky little person beautifully. And then you went away. Where'd you go, buddy? Well, you're still doing stuff. 
No, he was in The Killer Inside Me, where I thought he killed Jessica Alba, and I was like, he did what everybody has always wanted. I mean, she killed her own career anyway, oh, but... She was just the worst Sue Storm you could have picked. Really? Yeah. Kate Mara was terrible. Oh, that... No, that movie doesn't exist. It, it does. It doesn't, no, it doesn't happen. Now we're going to get, like, a transgender Doctor Doom... I hope they don't go don't that care. way. I don't care as long. Listen, Julian McMahon was hands down a great doc. Doom, mm. keep him. He wants to reprise that role. He does. A lot of them do. Great. All right, we're going to talk about Fantastic Four a little bit. Sure, John Krasinski and Emily Bunt for yes, uh, just, yes, just Reed and Sue. They're perfect. That's it. That that chemistry would be undeniable. Obviously, they're married. And The Rock as the thing. No, what? John Cena as the thing. No. Get the- Stop with the wrestlers. The Triple H. Look, the Triple look, H. I actually really enjoyed John Cena in some of his little roles. And Dave Batista as Drax was great. Also, a but, dreadful, dreadful. He, he was a great Drax, but he was a terrible Drax. Listen what? But, no, no, I... Drax, he did good for what he was given. I think he would have been just as fine as the badass Drax that punched through Thanos' chest in the comics. But unfortunately, he was the one with sensitive nipples. But he was definitely given a different script yeah, they, than what Drax should be. A lot of them a lot of them were portrayed differently than their comic counterparts. I am, but I'm pretty sure that Chris Pratt is Star-Lord. I'm definitely going to get into the Marvel comics. Uh, I am a big Marvel fanboy. I love Marvel. I love the comics. I've read... Probably every Marvel comic there is. So the movies, to me, hit differently. He's read every comic. No, Marvel. Every Marvel comic. Definitely not other comics. Every, uh, I'm not as big of a DC He's read fan. every Marvel Probably not comic. every comic. We don't count fan fiction. I do. You can't. It's not real. Right. It's going to be licensed by Marvel. Wow. And then, if it's licensed what by about, Marvel, chances are I've read it. What about Image Comics? That's a, that's DC before they became DC. Who cares? Yeah, that's right. DC image. Then it was friendly comics. That was Marvel. Way back in the 30s, man. Listen, I don't care about the history. I care about what the content they're pumping out. Oh, uh, nothing anymore. There's still some good stuff. No, Diamond isn't doing anything. Like literally, no comics. Are they are. Um, I do think they dropped the ball. The ball of Civil War. But oh, again, on, on that, that wasn't their fault. Yeah, on screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do understand the difficulties of portraying that and, particular and, comic series. And then they dropped the ball for Civil War Two in the comics. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was literally like the same story, just with Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, who got fucked up by Rogue. Which I can't wait to see the, the X-Men and other mutants. Hopefully hopefully, hopefully, it's not played by Anna Paquin. Ah, Jesus. Beautiful woman. Terrible southern accent, as we all saw in True Blood. Anna Paquin. Paquin? Paquin. Paquin, whatever. Will be a better rogue than Channing Tatum will be Gambit. God. Listen, we already got our terrible Gambit with Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, yeah. What really aggravates people me. liked him though, which is fucking weird. Well, re- it's because of the movie he was in. Oh. Everybody had to like something. They gave him bone claws for Wolverine. Oh. Lee F. Schreiber though, well, fantastic. Come on, we're not even gonna. All right, but they 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 literally ruined the Merc with the mouth, and they were like, okay, cool, we're gonna have this guy who was kind of like Gambit, but not Gambit. You Remy LeBeau. Stop it with this terrible Listen, fucking Southern. I will say, as bad as X-Men Origins was, that gave Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. It did. And it he took that role and he said, this is this is my role. I'm going to be Deadpool. 
And if you haven't watched Deadpool, he's Deadpool. He is 100% Deadpool. He he is Deadpool. Robert Downey Jr. will always be Iron Man. And I actually think Chris Hemsworth is a really good Thor. I agree, but I really... <laughs> I understand everybody's love for Fat Thor. No. Um, but I did not. The big Thorbowski? I really wanted to see Thor go balls out and just fuck everything up. Oh, kind of like kind of like Hulk. Yeah, did, again, did. again, super nerfed. They they need to nerf we him. We need World War Hulk. Apparently, they want to do that, but, but Universal yeah. won't let them. Which is stupid. Like they can't even get a team up between Spider Man and Deadpool apparently because of licensing. Yeah, Sony Sony is really difficult. Oh, right. Apparently, because Deadpool isn't one of the best R rated movies of all time. But that's the problem. Sure. It's, it's the R rating versus the PG thirteen where they're having issues with Spider Man and Venom. Yep. And now if you try to add Deadpool in the whole the whole thing is that all you gotta Morbius is gonna be great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Don't do not sleep on Jared do not do not sleep on Jared. I'm Leto. hoping he can come back from his fucking just awful characterization of the Joker. I don't care what anybody says, that was the worst Joker of the all time. Poorest editing. I you can't there's nothing that the director or anybody could have done to fix that. I know he was given a certain type of Joker to play. But see, this is our problem with movies. Is we've literally seen so many movies that we just... we just it Avalanches. We talk about one, and we talk about an actor in one. We basically play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Is that what, <laughs> is that what it's called? I think it is. Yeah. Is it Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? God damn it. I re- Kevin Bacon has his own podcast, and I, I hope that he appreciates uh-huh. us enough to listen to this podcast. No, I, I doubt it. And uh, Okay, um, so Edward Norton, you like Fight Club. I do. That's, I one, of, that's one of your favorites? It definitely is. Uh, the whole... I remember watching it for the first time. Again, I was probably way too young. I was, it came out in 99, so I was 10 when it came out. And we probably watched it probably a year or two yeah, later. Yeah, probably a year or two later. I watched... Which is still fucking young. Which is weird. Now, I, <laughs> I have a, a 12-year-old. He's going to be 13 this year, and uh, he is dying to watch all these movies that I tell him no. I, I constantly, he's like, I want to watch Deadpool. And I'm like, oh, you can't fucking watch Deadpool? What's wrong with you? No, because if you haven't watched Deadpool 2, he's going to shirt cock it around the fucking <laughs> He definitely will shirt cock it. And he's, he's like that. He's a 12-year-old boy. And he asked me to watch South Park constantly, and I'm like, no, you can't How watch How dare Park. you? South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. We watched when it came out. I was 11 years old. The movie had a giant clitoris. It did. If there's any question on why we're fucked up, it's because we watched (laughs) shit like South Park at 11 years old. I remember where we watched it. We were in the basement of our dad's friend's house while we were all playing pool. We watched that size? No, Moons. Moons. Oh, fuck, you're right. And and, um, I don't know if we're going to get our dad in trouble for this, but um, yeah. That was a, I mean, that was a cool time. We were young. We were learning pool. We hung out in a in a pool. Yeah. And we and we we complained about the poor thing. But this is what I'm talking about. It's not anything we really noticed. It's true. It's true. I dad, I dad definitely had some good friends. Yeah. Between interesting. Yeah. And that, um, Moon, if you're out there. Can you, like, call somebody and let us know that you're good? Because you've been missing for a while, buddy. I know Vietnam has finally caught up with you. <laughs> and my dad, uh, my dad thinks he's Asian, <laughs> but he's not. Uh, <laughs> which which is cool, though, because his best friend is Laotian. So we did grow up with a lot of 
a lot of Laos, and I, I love all my Laos friends. And uh, the parties, the Laos parties were amazing. Yeah, we've already talked about that on the and podcast. And it brings me to my love for uh, the Chinese martial art type movies. Okay, yep. Um, my dad always had these weird movies, always subtitled, and he would watch them. Poorly dubbed. Oh, terrible. But they're <laughs> so interesting. And, uh, it got us into Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Bruce, Bruce Lee. Of course, Bruce Lee. My dad. My dad stands Bruce Lee so hard. And I don't blame him. My dad watches Ip Man like he was there. Mm-hmm. He, he does He does the katas, folks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I was inadvertently hit by a nunchuck back in the day. Now, that was just for me, goofing off. Yeah. We've had Chinese stars thrown at us. Uh, but, like, not... Alright, not at us. Alright, not at us. We yeah. were just near the area. But, yeah, so I, I love the the foreign martial arts films. And even now, like, I, I do... I love the Ip Man series. Donnie Yen was great. I, I don't know how they have four, though. Yeah, I, four? After, after the second one, I really... The third one, they, like, superimposed Bruce Lee into it. Yeah, they did. And I gotta tell you... Hard. I gotta tell you... What? They were better off using the cardboard cutout from the... um, Fuck. Game of Death? They used the cardboard cutout, right? That's when he died, right? Game of Death? Was it Game of Death? Was it it Game of Death 2? Fuck, I don't know. Hey, Dad, um, as soon as you hear this, do you mind giving us a text or a phone call? He will. He'll text us and let us know. He's definitely going to correct us if we're wrong, so I'm not going (laughs) to... As he's listening to this, he's getting just more and more red in the ears. He's just got fucking steam blowing out of him. How dare they? Where? Oh, that's him right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily like like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type stuff. Not a fan of Chow Young Fat or Young Fat Chow, depending on which it, country you're in. He's not. Listen, I get it. I do get the over the top cinematography and, and fight scenes choreographed. Awesome, but it's not really for me. I do like the little bit more down to earth fighting. If you think that one's silly, they made a sequel to it on Netflix. I, did you watch it? I did not watch it. It's even more. I, it's even more. I've never been quite drunk enough to want to watch that movie. Which says a lot because I'm an alcoholic. So yeah, we'll we'll end up. We'll 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 stop now. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. We so always we can edit do. This down to you but, buying. But something. I'll edit back. All right. Up. All right. This has been uh, Family with Benefits. Uh, I'm Sean. I'm Jay. And we really hope that you go out there and you watch a shit ton of movies because what the fuck else are you going to do? All right? Also, Pornhub Premium is free. Ooh. Okay, bye.